You're listening to The Creation Academy, a weekly podcast and radio show defending the truth of God's Word in biblical creation science. I'm your host, Steve Schramm, and this week we're going to be talking about the basics of creation science. This is a new series that we're getting ready to do over the next uh, 10 weeks, this one included, and we're going to be talking about what it is that builds the uh, creation worldview for us. Why do we believe what we believe, and more importantly, what do we believe from a scientific perspective? Hopefully most, if not all of you, already know what the Bible has to say about creation, and we are going to talk about that uh, first and foremost over the next couple of weeks, but that is a, a very important consideration for us, is what does it mean scientifically? Now, why is that important? Well, for a few reasons. As you know, even though it is not illegal to do so, many think it is, but it is not illegal to teach creation science in our schools, in our public schools. We, we, we can't require it to be taught, uh, much like you can't require someone to breathe. However, breathing is typically a good idea, and it's the same thing with creation science. Um, most teachers will not teach it uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, they are afraid of the backlash of, of, of what teaching it could mean. Number two, they honestly don't know that they're um, able to teach it. They don't believe that they are allowed to teach it. And that kind of goes along with number one. Um, thirdly, they just don't believe it themselves. Okay, many of our teachers and our public school systems, also in our higher education systems, and, and unfortunately, even in some of our Christian public and higher education systems, just simply don't believe in biblical, recent, young age creation, whatever you want to call it, they don't believe in it. And that's what we want to help combat. So what we are trying to do is show you what creation looks like from a scientific perspective and show you that it can be uh, taught, it can be dealt with, it can be understood, and there is science behind it. Now, like with all science, um, you know, it's a never-ending enterprise. There's lots to consider, there's lots more research to do, lots more work to do, but I'm pretty impressed with uh, the state of creation science as an industry right now, considering how underfunded and um, how it's really the underdog um, in the sciences as it stands currently. So I believe it's come a long way, but we've got a lot further to go. And we can't get there without most Christians, or all Christians really, having a, a really solid understanding of what this creation looks like. Okay, we, we want to promote that science message, and so that's what we're here, uh, here to do. Now, this particular episode begins a couple of changes for us. So, one change in particular is that we're going to try to start doing more 15-minute uh, um podcast episodes, and that's because very soon we're taking this to the radio, and there may be some on the radio who are hearing this right now, if that's the case, hello. Uh, we're going to be getting this on the radio shortly, and we're going to go with the 15-minute time slot on the radio for now. So those listening on the radio, thank you for, for joining us, and, um, and uh, it may not be there yet, but we're going to get there pretty soon. And so we're going to go with the 15-minute format uh, weekly from now on. Um, until the Lord directs us otherwise. And uh, we're also going to be doing series. Now, not every episode is going to be part of a 
series. Uh, you know, we're going to do some that are just one-off topics, and uh, certainly as we get questions in and things like that, we're going to address those. But uh, one of the things that I really had a burden for to do in this radio ministry is to take some books, whether it be from skeptics or whether it be from creationists, and go through the books chapter by chapter in a series and really explore what information is available at a very accessible level. And so that's what we aim to do um, in many of our uh, series that we're talking about. Now, presently, what we're going to be working on this series is not tied to a book or anything, but it is tied to uh, the idea of the basics of creation science. We want to know and we need to know what this looks like from our worldview. Now, of course, we can't cover everything. We can't cover even every area of the sciences, or else this series will just go on forever. And so, of course, we're going to touch the different areas of the sciences just throughout the life of this radio ministry. But what we want to do, particularly over the next uh, 10 weeks, this week included, is talk about the basics, the very bottom basics, what do creationists believe? What do we believe? That's what we want to talk about. And so that's going to, of course, start with a good understanding of the Bible. So next week's episode, and remember this week is really just an introduction. We're just going to be telling you about things, what you can expect. But but next week's um, lesson is going to deal with the Bible and young earth creationism. The Bible and young earth creationism. And so we want to see what the Bible has to say about our position. And that's crucial, right? That's absolutely crucial. And the reason is because many different interpretations of the creation account are floating around there. And many different Christians believe different things. We touched on that a little bit earlier. There are even creationists who... um, Uh, And I say that with air quotes and and pretty lightly, but they're creationists who actually believe that God not only could, but did use evolution. Theistic creationists, theistic evolution creationists, okay? Um, This is what what they are. And I don't believe that you can do that. I, I really don't. And what this is born from is even from this old earth interpretation of the earth and the universe as, as, well, what can the text mean? That's the wrong question to ask. You know, what can the word day mean? Well, what can God mean when he says, for in six days, you know, by, by my word, by my hand, the earth and the heavens and all that you see were created? Like, what, like, what can that mean? But that's not the right question to ask. We need to be asking, what did God mean when he wrote this in his word. What did he mean? And that's what we want to find. And I believe if we ask that question critically, okay, without any other presuppositions, just looking at the Bible, reading the Bible in its most uh, literal and, 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 and basic, most understandable sense, what does, it's called a natural reading, by the way, what, the Bible as naturally read. What does it mean? What did God mean? when he said these certain things. And I think that we're going to find the young earth creation perspective in there. And then we can look at the world around us with that presupposition and start to understand the science behind it. We have to do things in the right order. 
And that's where it is key. Okay, so that's what we're going to look at first, the Bible and young earth creationism. Then we're going to see why the age of the earth is paramount to a correct theology. Why it is paramount to the correct theology. And that deals a little bit with with the topic of the first week and the first lesson. But the idea is that there are many um, theology found all throughout the Bible, different areas of doctrine, different areas of teaching that are um, vital, vital to getting the age of the earth right. And that might sound crazy to you. There are many people who just frankly just don't believe what I just said, but it's absolutely true. The age of the earth is actually quite paramount to having a correct doctrinal theology concerning the Bible. Now, understand this. I am not saying that the understanding of the young earth interpretation is required for salvation. I I would never say that. Please don't ever um, um, get that from me. Don't say that I've said anything like that because that is not my position. You can certainly be saved and know Jesus Christ on your way to heaven and not believe what the age of the earth, um, what I believe the age of the earth is and what I believe you should too. But, but the reason, the reason that there even is a salvation is completely baked in the idea. Okay, so we're going to be talking about that. And then uh, third lesson, we're going to be talking about Darwin's finches. Do Darwin's famous finches prove evolution? Do they prove evolution? And that's a really interesting question. I believe they prove variation. I believe they prove natural um, selection. I do believe they prove uh, speciation, microevolution. These are all words that mean kind of the same thing. But when we extrapolate past that and try to get to molecules to man, macroevolution, I really think we're going to run into a huge problem. And so that's what we're going to talk about in that week. Then we're looking at the flood over the course of the next three weeks after that, okay? So we'll be talking about lesson four, basic flood sedimentology. Basic flood sedimentology. So why do the layers look like they do? Okay, what what would it have taken to form the layers that we see all across um, the continents? Okay, what, what a structure like the Grand Canyon, what would it have taken to form that? I believe it was a worldwide, global, catastrophic event by water. That's what the Bible teaches. How about this for the next week? Can the flood explain the geologic column? Can the flood make sense of the fossils that we find? Can it make sense of the rock strata that we find? Can it, can it make sense of what we see in the rocks in the earth? Um, and I believe it can. Oh, I, I absolutely believe it can. I, in fact, I would go so far to say, and we'll talk about this, that it's the only way that it makes sense. The only way that it makes sense. Next, we'll talk about reconciling flood myths and dates with the biblical account. There are over 300 flood legends across different cultures. Isn't that amazing? That's absolutely amazing. And what that tells me is that there was a flood. That's what it tells me. There was a global flood event And now all of these borrow from the biblical account. I believe the biblical account is the true one, and we're going to talk about that. Trust me, because this is this is an argument that um, atheists absolutely love. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. 
All right, so that's the flood. Now, the last three are going to be talking about just a general attitude towards creation science uh, that we ought to have. Okay, so lesson seven, we're going to talk about why creationists should be excited about new mainstream discoveries. You know, when new fossils are found, new things are found in the earth, um, we get these news articles, new fossil discovery disproves the Bible. I'm so excited when things like that come out, because I firmly believe in what I teach, that the Bible is the Word of God, it is unchanging, it's inerrant, it's infallible, I firmly believe that, and so I just cannot wait for the next opportunity to show the world that they are wrong about the origin of the earth and the origin of the universe. Lesson eight, or uh, the next one, talking about creation models, you should probably stop considering. There are some tired arguments, okay? There are some arguments that that make uh, no more sense, okay, in light of what we know about science currently. So we're going to talk about that. If we have time on that episode, we might even talk about some of the newer models um, that 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 are coming on on the scene. And then the last lesson in the series will be how to become an informed creationist. We want to teach you and give you the resources that you can use to become informed so that when you're talking to people about these issues, you can, with confidence, engage them and show them a better way and hopefully even point them to Christ. Show them their need of a Savior. Show them why all this matters. Give them some evidence and work with them to... uh, draw them closer to the knowledge of the truth. And there's a special way to go about that, and we're going to talk about that. So I hope you'll join us. I hope you can see that we've got stuff going on. I hope you can see that here at the Creation Academy, we're concerned about this, and we want to bring this message to you and to as many people as possible. Let's close in a word of prayer, okay? Dear Lord, we love you and we thank you for this opportunity just to get to know you better and get to know and and study and observe your world. Now this week, Lord, I pray that uh, we would uh, just draw ourselves closer to you. We would study your word. We would be a good witness for you, Lord, that we would um, shine, Lord, as the bright lights you would have us to be. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for saving us, Lord. Thank you for creating us and loving us, sending your son to die and rise again so that he could take our sin. We love you, Lord, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us this week on the Creation Academy. Hey, if you have time, visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash thecreationacademy. There you can uh, learn about our ministry, what we've got going on, and how you can support us financially with your gift. We love you, and we thank you for joining us here on the Creation Academy. See you next week.